Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Maseches Yuvamos as we study Daf Samach. A couple of notes. Uh, today's shear is going to be a little bit shorter. I'm uh, traveling, but I want to make sure to get the shear out. I want you also to uh, look forward in these uh, Dapim, especially as we're learning these during the three weeks, to think about the base Hamigdash, to think about Kohanim. Uh, last week we got very much into the issues of Cholol. There's a lot more to say about it, and even as it applies today to Kahuna. <clears throat> there is an interesting note I saw. I was looking at the Hashuke Chemed, Rav Zilberstein's uh, parish, on so many different Masechtos, where he gives very practical uh, discussions, but sometimes he also gets uh, historical. And I don't usually look at it, but I had the opportunity uh, this past Shabbos to see a volume of the Chashuk Echemet, and it is also available if anyone has Barilan. So on our daf, it talks about a Kohen Gadol who is not a prime type of person. He was either Ma'anes, raped, or Mafatis, seduced a girl. And then the question comes up, could he still be the Kohen Gadol because he is the one who did the bee on her and other such situations. And you're thinking like, okay, it's very nice that the Gemara is theoretical and here we're just learning the halachas. You know, the same thing if you have somebody who had relations with someone under the age of three, the Gioris situation where someone converted from a younger age that would really be a situation that would be practical if she ends up uh, becoming, you know, much older and then gets married. But, like, where's the line between the theoretical and the practical? And it's interesting that Rev Zilberstein makes a comment that even though these halachas are not necessarily being taught as practical situations of things that actually happened, but it could have happened. And he brings us to Bayashani. And we know, I discuss this very often on uh, Tisha B'av, if it ends up happening this year, we'll talk about it again, that during Bayashani, we were dealing with a very compromised kahuna for a significant period of time, where being a Kohen Gadol had very much to do with connections, even if the person technically was a Kohen. And even to the point where you had a Skan Kohen, very famous mission in Pirkei Avos, of Hananya, Skan Kohen, who was there as the way some of the Rishonim Nachronim understand it, to just show the Kohen what to do. And you have also a Mesechas Yoma, where you have a Kohen Gadol, who basically was uneducated, and they'd have to keep him up all night, not just so that he shouldn't have any uh, emissions, seminal emissions, but just to give him a basic level of education. I just found it interesting that Rav Silberstein felt the need to say this. A very interesting piece. I, I would read it to you inside, where he says, Haresh amina kohanim gedolam afilu shaloha yiruim, v'imkain hu adin nidon so clearly, such individuals should not be appointed, even if technically they were allowed to be a Kohen Gadol, based on how we pass in the halacha, by Ones and Mephata, where you were the person as the Kohen who had the vidui, who, who had the 
did the bia, but that was a situation that they were dealing with. That's uh, point number one. What I want to touch on for the rest of the year today, it's also something that we should know, and Kohanim have to know. You have to appreciate that a Kohen today still has huge responsibilities. I see they've come out with svarim, special svarim, on the halachas of birchas kohanim. So that's one aspect of being a kohen from Parshas Nasa. But especially in the laws of Tumah, a kohen has to know. And here we're going to have situations that become somewhat challenging. Because here, assuming that the person is a kohen, and I've discussed in the past how do we establish the yichas of a kohen, but here we're going to deal with situations where the emotion and the halacha are going to be in conflict with each other. Which means is the Kohen is going to be a prime example of a Kohen who wants to be metame out of great love, of great chesed for someone, but the halacha is going to say it's absolutely prohibited. We have to deal with this, as I pointed out in last week's year, sometimes in the life cycle event of marriage. And Rahman al-Islam, we have to deal with it in the life cycle of death. And every Kohen has to know the basic halachos. You know, it's interesting that if you look into the Shulchan Aruch, Hilchos Avelis, there are three simanim dealing with the laws of Kohanim. It's almost like any Kohen has to study these halachos even outside of Avelis. Shulchan Aruch Yardeh Hilchos Avelis, Shinayin Aleph, Din Ohel Heachmevi Hatumah. How does a Kohen deal with the halachas of Tumah and Tahara? What types of places could he go on to? Go into a hospital. The halachas of Ohel. The last uh, simon over there has a connection to the halachas of planes. There were no planes at the time of the Shulchan Aruch. Meis Hamunach Besvina. Are you allowed to go on a cargo ship if there's a mace on there? Or on a cruise ship? Are you allowed to walk into Shari Tzedek Hospital if you're a Kohen? So Cohen has to know these halachas day in and day out, how to operate. The next simon in the Shulchan Aruch, Shinai and Beis, discusses heter tumah b'makam mitzvah. There are going to be certain times, it's a mace mitzvah, Cohen is going to have to be mitame. It's not just going to be an option. Within these halachas in Shin Men Beis, Shinai and, sorry, Shinai and Beis are going to be the halachas as well of being metame with a non-Jew. We had this case many years ago, Norpak. Ronald Reagan was uh, laying there after he passed away in the rotunda in Congress. And it's an interesting shayla. Is a dead non-Jew, does that create tumma? The Shulchan Aruch says in Sif Beis, Kivrei Ovdei Kachav, Im Nachon Lizarha Kohen. Ideally, he shouldn't go. But then, how do we deal with that? The Shulchan Aruch brings up over here, a kever shamumar mitame keshel Yisrael. That even if a person has left Yahadus and it has the category of a mumar, they're forever considered to be a Yisrael as far as these laws. And this leads us to what's being discussed on our daf, which I'm going to deal with for the rest of the year, in your day, Hilchas Avel Shin Ein Gimel, 
Eze Kohen Muzer Alatuma Uleza Mesa Mitame. Are you allowed or are you obligated to be Mitame to certain relatives? And we like to say the answer is yes, but it's not so simple. What are the Zion Krovim? A father, a mother, a brother, an unmarried sister. Let's underline that unmarried. That's what we're going to spend some time on. A wife, a son, and a daughter. Rahman al-Islam, a son, and a daughter. These are the Krovim where you have a responsibility to become Mitame for them. Right away we know from Shinai and Gimel, Sifdalit, that a Kohen may not become Tame for the following close relatives. A maternal half-brother, a maternal half-sister, a grandparent, a grandchild. There's some others as well. Step-parent, step-child, adopted child. Very, very difficult emotionally to be able to tell this to a Kohen. The halacha that comes out of our Gemara, just in general, when it comes to the halachas of Kohanim and Avelos and Metame Mace, and sometimes is, is not known, is that although a sister is one of the Zion Krovim, this is only an unmarried sister. This you find discussed in the Rambam and Hilchas Avel Beis Yud. It's uh, basically a restatement of it that's found in the Shulchan Aruch as well. Shinai and Gimel Siftalit. The only exception is if there is a divorce, but it's not a divorce from the marriage. That is reminded, uh, the Rambam mentions that, the Ber Hetif on the Shulchan Aruch reminds us of that as well. It's only like in the old days, they would have Erison and then Grushin and Gerishin. Since the woman, the sister, was never with her husband, not a full marriage, then the brother could be Matami. Now, again, this is learned out from Sukkim. Emotionally, it's very difficult, but this is the halacha. I wanted to just point out one other issue, other issue that comes up, halacha lamasa, with Kohanim. Does, could a Kohen be a Shomer for his Karov? Now, the Shulchan Aruch tells us that a Kohen has to be Matami Mace. Matame mace means going to Levaya. Matame mace means taking care of anything necessary for the deceased that you're required to do so. Going to Levaya would be included. But how about Shmira? So let me read you Halach. This is in the Shulchan Aruch, Echos Havelos, Shinayin Gimel, Sif Gimel. Kol HaMesim Hamur B'Parshas Shakoi Matame Lahem, Mitzvah Yisham and Tame Lahem. So again, that was my first point. And Vimlo Ratza, if he doesn't want to, he says, let someone else go to the Levi instead of me. Or someone else uh, carry the mace, if it's the place where the, the relatives would carry the mace. Or just to be in the cemetery, to be in the funeral home, etc. Being part of the Kavara mace. Metamim Oso Akarcho, you force him to do so. Echare Ishva, Echare Isha. And whether it's for a sister, then you'd be allowed to, or for a mother, or for any other relative. Then you have in Sif Hay a discussion that is really a hot discussion in the Achronim. Because this is Shmira. Where does Shmira fit in? 
That's the first shita in the Shulchan Aruch. So there's a big discussion in the Achronim in a low Lutzarech issue, which means if you could have someone else be the Shomer, then it's no better for you to be the Shomer if you're the Kohen. You see, when it goes to coming to the Levaya, you can't have a shliach go to the Levaya to you, go to the funeral home for you. And there's a big discussion of how do we paskin. I saw in a note in the Reb Simcha Bonim Sefer on Hilchas Avelis, interesting note, that the question was posed to Rebel Yashiv, and he said, if the Kohen is the only Shomer, then this is considered to be a Litzarech, even though you could find someone else to be a Shomer. This is by definition Litzarech. But if there's already Yisrael Shomer there, then the Kohen should not participate in it. Very fascinating, and this is something that's discussed. Already you see this in uh, Rishonim, and explicitly spelled out by Achronim. Let's have a great week of learning and talk about Simcha and not death.